And now for something purposely positive. Welcome to Strive to Thrive, the Purposely Positive Podcast, brought to you by TonyWCoaching.com, where your greatest success is right in front of you. This is Tony Wexler, your host, and on this podcast, we talk about positive issues to bring positive content into the world. What comes to mind when you hear the word transformation? For most people, a transformation is a dramatic change in form or appearance. It can be an event like getting your driver's license, going to college, getting married, or divorced, and that can cause a radical transformation in your life. A transformation is an extreme and radical change, and in the world of coaching, we help people to turn actions into transformations. On today's episode, we're going to discuss making a life transformation. And to help me with this topic, I want to welcome my amazing friend, Chris. Chris, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you here today. And I'm excited to talk about this topic. You know, I put out a lot of episodes on making changes and setting goals and all these things, but I've actually never really gotten a deep dig into a transformation and what that is. So I'm going to start off by asking you, what does that word transformation mean to you? It means growth. Um, it means letting go. It means letting go because you can't transform until you let go. And that's what we've learned. I've learned through uh, rapid transformational therapy and all of my trainings is um, we need to let go. And so that's how that's transformation to me. Learning and letting go. Okay. So that makes sense because if you want to become the person that you want to become, you have to let go of that person that you used to be. Not that they're totally gone, but those parts of you that aren't necessary for you anymore. So that makes total sense. So you have a story in your life of some transformations that occurred, and I would love to have you uh, tell us more about that. I do. I have been, well, a lot of people call it an incredible story. I just call it my my life story, you guys. Um, but uh, yeah, so I struggled with, uh, well, I used to be a, a reporter in TV and stuff and had a great career, had great life. Uh, and then I got struck down with multiple sclerosis and Crohn's disease really badly when I was 28 years old, well, 21 and 28 years old. That changed my life. So I went from a person with exuding confidence to a person who was smashed and shattered and depressed and unemployable for 15 years because I I, I fed into the sickness. I, I, I deep dove right into it and, and took it on as my identity and now that's who I was. I was now a sick person, right? I was no longer an able body being. I believe myself to be well broken. Just hmm. broken. That was the beginning of the transformation because I transformed from confident to broken and then back to confident again. And how did that happen? Well, it was a long journey. Like I said, I was off for uh, 15 years of work struggling. I had been paralyzed and blind off and on. I couldn't get back to work. My brain didn't work. I was on so many medications that I had brain fog like 24 hours a day. I'm sure a lot of people could relate with that. But. So what happened with me was that I got so sick that three years ago, I ended up in a hospital dying and literally 
died. Uh, you, they had to resuscitate me three times. I ended up in the ICU three times on that stay. I was there for two months. Um, so all of that happened within the first the first month and a bit, I believe. What had happened was my bowels had scarred up so much that they were shut and then nothing's going through and then bleeding started happening and then death, right? right. So that's kind of, that's kind of what happens. Um, but I was, I was saved in those moments. And on the last time when I came back, I remember asking for help to the universe, just laying in that hospital bed, begging for help. It got answered. I had opened my computer and one of the first YouTube videos I saw was from a, a woman named Marissa Peer. And she's incredible hypnotherapist and rapid transformational therapist who is now my mentor. So I saw her video and it was talking about hypno rapid transformational therapy, hypnosis, and about how you can change your life. You can heal yourself from illness. You can get your brain back. And I thought to myself, well, geez, I need this. I need to get my brain back. That was my only goal was to get my brain back. And so I tried it. And I tried it while I was in the hospital. I tried self-hypnosis because she does a video on self-hypnosis. And I did try it while I was there. And it helped. Immediately, the nurse, the nurse had come in within an hour, an hour of me trying it, I guess. And she had taken my vitals and all that. And she's like, what, what's going on? Where have you been? I'm like, I've, I've not left this bed for over a month. You know, I've been here. She's like, no, it feels like you've been running. You've been out for, like, it looks like you've been running around the hospital and stuff. I'm like, no, this is... This has been my spot. So anyways, it turns out it was the hypnosis that got my brain power working again. It got everything in my body, everything just kind of going. And from that day forward, I knew that this was a, a transforming thing for me. So when I got out, I used rapid transformational therapy to help me get my life back. And that's exactly what it did. So I started to be able to work again. I started to believe in myself again. I started to get healthy again. Because when you get out of that poor me cycle, you know, that poor me, I'm sick forever, I'm broken, which was my, which was my, my that was my story every morning. Hi, broken lady, how you doing? You know, that's right. shaking my own broken hand in the window, right? So yeah, um, once you get rid of that story and you start to realize, no, I'm not, I'm not broken. I'm, I'm me and I'm, I'm just meant to fight through this. And once you realize your purpose, and why you're here and what you're supposed to be doing in life. That's when it all changed for me. I had to let go of my ego. And that's why I say we have to let go. I had to let go of my ego. That ego of the, the journalist girl, of, of that girl who thought she was supposed to be something. Because that's not who I was meant to be. And now I truly believe that I was I was given the, the MS at the time I was given it because I was supposed to transform into someone else. I wasn't meant to be the woman my ego was leading me to be. I was meant to be the woman I am today, the one that's meant to be helping, spreading love, giving love, showing love to people through rapid transformational therapy. That's who I'm meant to be. I was never meant to be that ego-driven, greedy, rude, quite frankly, rude woman that I was becoming before, right? And so that's why I believe that was given to me so that I could change myself, my life. And so that's what it did. It helped me to transform into who I am. Now, was the journey easy? No, it's still ongoing. And for the first year, I had to learn how to walk again. I had to learn how to do a whole pile of stuff, get my confidence back. But I, I was studying during that year using rapid transformational to study, to, to gain my confidence and to gain everything back. And I had actually only gone in so that I can be employable when I had gone for my first actual session because the day before that, like I was trying to study and I couldn't, everything felt like Chinese to me. I couldn't study at all. 
the next day after that session, I opened the books and I knew it all, everything. It was wow. like, I turned the page, I already know it, I already know it, I already know it. Because I technically I had already read it all 105 times. It just, mm -hmm. I thought I wasn't absorbing, but I had absorbed everything, right? It was just that block, that block that was in there that I had to get rid of. And so the next day I started learning right away and that changed everything. But it didn't just do that because I don't know if you know about the life cup. We all have a life cup. We have to empty out stuff out of our life cup, put the good stuff in. So yeah. I guess I had been done with that death stuff, emptying out all the garbage that wasn't serving me anymore. So my life cup was ready to be filled up again. So right after that session, the next day, I, I knew everything, but it didn't only do that. Like in the months to come, it changed me from just wanting to be employable to being a superhero, wanting to run my own empire, wanting to take care of the world, you know, take on the world and just show them what I've got and bring love to the world. And actually, that's what it did for me. It brought love to me. Whereas before I was full of hate, full of anger from being sick and all of that stuff, I turned into love again. And I, I think that was the greatest part of the transformation. And that only, I didn't ask for love. I, that wasn't even on the list. But it came because I learned how to be confident and I learned how to take care of myself again. And I learned how to trust myself. I learned all that stuff. And because I did all that, love came to me on yeah. every angle. I love that. There, there's so many metaphors, you know, in that story, just like you just said, that that hate, that greed, and that person who was consumed with yeah. a very selfish hate. You know, it's almost kind of, I think of the Christmas story with Ebenezer Scrooge and how he was so consumed yeah. with greed and hate. Yeah. And his transformation is he had three rapid transformation specialists come to visit him. And yeah, yeah. those specialists... <laughs> changed his heart from hate to love because he was only thinking of himself but uh you know in this case i also liked the idea of changing your identity transformation was changing your identity from a broken person to someone who had a purpose and i think once we find what that purpose is and that's what's so important when i work with people i always try to dig deep and find out what their why is why do they want to do something and it's usually not what your first second or even third response is it's usually much much deeper so you were able to uh, find out who you were meant to be in order to let yeah. go of who you actually thought you were and to me yeah. that is a beautiful beautiful story Right. And that's the fun part of it is that we don't realize that that's all you have to do. That's all. That's all you have to do is just let go of what you believe you should become. Because that's yeah. not what your soul wanted for you. That was yeah. never your journey. That's what you want. So you actually have to go back into your soul and figure it out. I was lucky enough to figure that out, but I wouldn't have. I, I Listen, guys, I had to die to, to be able to see. Like, that's how stubborn I am of a human being that I got bitch, sorry for swearing, but I got bitch slapped so many times in life that I actually had to die before I said, okay, I'm listening wow. now. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's what life does to you. It hits you with something negative, something traumatic every time. And that's the lesson. If you don't learn, the lesson gets harder the next time and then harder until death. That's mm. what happens. Yeah. Right. And so that's why we have to let go of what our ego wants. And go mm -hmm. for what our soul journey is meant to be. And you're like, okay, well, what the hell? How do I know my soul's journey? You know what? I didn't I didn't know it either. I okay. only found out because I asked my subconscious mind, what am I here for? Why? Why am I going through this mess? 
what is my what is the ultimate plan for me? And that's how I found out. I, I found out through using rapid transformational therapy and by knowing my soul's purpose now. Well, okay, also guys, to be fair, I found out on the cloud with my mom when I passed away. So that that kind of helped a little bit too, because I did go to the the other side and I was with my mother and I did learn some stuff. But that wasn't all. Like when I came back, it, it took the rapid transformational therapy to get me out of the fight or flight cycle, to get me out of that poor me. Because otherwise I still would have been stuck in that. And I wouldn't have been able to listen to the learnings I learned from the other side from my mom. I would have just come back and been the same jerk I was before that and stayed sick. Right? Right, right. But and that wouldn't have done anybody or yourself any good. No, not even a little bit. But mm -hmm. it it changed. It changed in that moment because that's what, what I was meant for. Because I saw why I was here. And to be truthful, guys, like you guys are going to think this story is silly. But in hypnosis, I literally saw that I was a light that was pushed down to earth. And I was meant to be here to spread this love, to be love and to share love. And by the way, I've never wanted to do that my entire life. Ask anyone I know. I've never wanted to be that girl. But that's my job. And I came to this earth holding a cloud on a string going, screw that. I am not going to show love to nobody and nobody's going to give me love back. And I'm going to try to get off this planet any means necessary. That was my soul. It was like, no, this, this planet's not happy. I don't like it here. I'm too happy for it. So I'm just going to hide my glow. And that way nobody can hurt my glow. Nobody can hurt me. Right. And that's what I was doing. I was walking around with that cloud. And when the therapist tried to take the cloud from me, I literally chased her in my mind. I was chasing after that cloud going, bring back my cloud. That's mine. I wanted so badly to stay in the misery because that's what our brain wants. It wants to stay where we're comfortable. So it was a rough journey to get out of that. But boy, is it worth it on the other side? Because I wake up every single day smiling. I have people around the world who send love to me on a daily basis now. Whereas before people were like running from my phone calls, you know, because I was so grumpy. So <laughs> Everything changes in life when you change your mindset, when you find your purpose, when you do mm. all of that stuff. And however you do it, a lot of people do it through meditation. Yeah, right? I've, I've heard stories of, of that. Yeah. Well, I, I like what you just said about you can you have that choice. And we choose a lot of us, a lot of people out there listening, maybe in the same situation. You stay in the misery because yeah. that's where you're comfortable. Yeah. And yeah. I remember in the working world before I branched off and started the business you know there were so many people you know that I would meet every day and they were they were just miserable the first thing that they would talk about on Monday morning was to complain about the job complain about everything going on in their life complain about the family complain about the food everything was a complaint but again that's what we're used to that's what we're comfortable with and one of the things that I do is I try to say I teach people to live like every day is a Friday, stop dreading Monday. And the thing about Friday is you still have to work on Friday, but there's a better energy. And that's the energy that we need to bring forth every single day of our life. So let me get back to transformation. And your story is, is amazing. Now, I'm sure many of the listeners are out there thinking, well, I'm not going to probably have a near-death experience or anything like that. But I just want to make this change in my life. I just want to transform. I want to get out of the rut that I'm stuck in. I want to get off that hamster wheel that's just spinning. When we talk about transformation, what do you think would be the first step for someone to take who starts to realize that, yes, that misery is where they're comfortable, but they need to 
step out of their comfort zone, what would you think the first step would be? Or what would you advise somebody to do at that point in their life? The first step in that stage, other than starting to look for someone who has mindset coaching and that can help you with that sort of stuff or hypnosis, rapid transformation therapy or something like that. The first step is to start a gratitude journal. And I'm not joking when I say that, start your gratitude journal. And I say that because when you're in that stage where you're that miserable and every day is about complaint, that means you're not seeing all the good stuff around you. You're not seeing that couple over in the corner kissing because they're in love. You're not seeing that sun shining on your face, nourishing you. You're not feeling that wind that's cooling you down. Be grateful for every freaking thing in your life and write it down. And the why we say get the book and not just write it on a piece of paper is because you get the amalgamation over the days, the weeks, the months, the years of all the things you can be grateful of. And I can tell you after a week or even two weeks of writing in my gratitude journal and looking, I had like at least 12 pages of things I'm freaking grateful for. And I, and I didn't know I was grateful for these things two weeks before that. But I get wow. to see it every day and remind myself every day that, yes, there is something good in life. There is. And it's not about me. It's about everything around me. So when you're writing your gratitude list, it's not just I'm grateful because I got this. I am this. No, I am grateful because life is this. Life offers this because this journey isn't about us. Greed is what's the first thing that's going to put us in the ground. Greed. It's going to put us in misery. Greed. Right. Right. Because right, greed is that never enough mentality, right? It is. So when we go into gratitude, that gets us off of that not enough mentality because we're focusing on what we have and what we're grateful for, which is enough, right? And it's not exactly. what we're missing and what's not enough. Exactly. And when you can see that, when you're not looking at what I don't have, instead you're looking at what I have, boy, does life look good all of a sudden, right? Instead of looking for what someone else is failing at, look at what they're accomplishing, right? And then by looking at what someone's accomplishing and commenting on what they're accomplishing, guess what? You put a smile on their face because that should be your goal every day is not how do I make myself happier? How do I make myself smile? No. Your goal every day is to get out of bed and go put a smile on someone else's face. Go do something nice for someone else. That's how you're going to build that love in you. It's not about you and your greedy little self. It's about the world. And that's what I had to learn the hard way, guys, because boy, oh boy, was I a greedy woman before this, right? Not anymore. Now I know when I lead with love, when I show love, when I'm doing all of that stuff, when I'm giving to others instead of expecting back, mm -hmm. it comes right back. Yes. Now, that being said, I'm not giving to others expecting it, you know, because I, I was just actually speaking with someone earlier who was saying, well, I just gave, I put all this time into creating this gift for someone and it was beautiful and they didn't appreciate it. Okay. But why did you give them that gift? Did you give it because you wanted to feel good about yourself for what you just created? Or was it for them? So it's however they respond to it is, is that's their business. Once you hand it over, you have to let go yeah. of what your expectations were because the expectations are killing you. Oh, that's right? a huge, huge point because a lot of times, you know, we talk about that giving and the mindset of, hey, if I give, I know the universe, God will, will give it back to me. A lot of times we go into that idea of, well, I'm going to give, give, give because because I give, then I'm going to get. And that's the wrong way to approach it. The approach is just to give and be joyful 
for the giving part of it and not expect something in return because then later at the most unexpected times, that's when something will come back to us. But we can't walk around expecting that or looking for that. We have to just look for more opportunities to give of ourselves. Exactly. And we also have to remember that just because you're giving with love in that moment, the person you're giving it to may not be ready to receive. And so even though in that moment, it seems like they didn't see you, hear you, feel you or your gift, that may not be true because six months down the road, they might come to you and go, you know what, that made the difference for me in that gift, that day, that word you said, that's what got me to hang on this long. And even though I didn't show you then, this is what I need now. So if you in that moment when they weren't showing you gratitude because they weren't ready to receive it, if you had come with ego and been like, no, you have to love what I just did for you. You have to show me your love. What do you think that would have done? That would have buried that person even deeper, right? But instead, if you let them heal on their own journey, on their own time, and don't let your ego get in the way and only give without expectation, do your life without that because you have nothing letting you down anymore. You don't have that list of, well, this happened, this happened. No, because nothing's happening to you. It's all happening for you all of a sudden, right? Yes. Everything in life is happening for you. Yeah, exactly. And that's what one of the things my one of my mentors is Tony Robbins, and he teaches that is that life happens to us, not for us. And that is no, something it happens for us, not to us. Uh, 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 did I just say that's it backwards? Okay. You said it backwards. That's okay. <laughs> I, I better have another cup of coffee. This coffee happens for me, not to me. Right. Well, let me go back to back into your story. You had all of these medical issues and mm right now i mean talking to you you would never know that you were someone who was going through all these things so never. obviously you probably still have some of the ailments in your life but the symptoms and that whole thing uh, they don't seem to show themselves so let's talk a little bit about the changes that happened to you there and what you think was the ultimate catalyst in those changes occurring so i had spent since I was 21 years old, and I'm now 48, guys. So I spent in and out of the hospital for that many years, every four to five months, and I'd be in for two weeks. And I was, yeah, it was it was bad. And then I would, every, every year or so, I would be in for two months, and I'd be paralyzed or sick in some way, shape, or form. Like, it was just a shit show all the way around. So that was my story, and that's what I believed my truth to be. And so I think we can equate that when you say, how are people going to relate with you when they're saying I'm not sick? Well, equate that to every time you go to try something, it turns into garbage. And so it's just that kind of thing. Every time you try, it doesn't work out. It gets worse. That's the same thing with my illness. Every time I would try to get healthier, go back to work, I would just get sicker. Right. And so my brain started to think, well, in three months, you're just going to be sick anyway. So let's just wait for that next shoe to drop. And then it became just waiting for the next shoe to drop. And then it became... Well, now I'm not waiting anymore. I'm just going to lay here and just not even try. Now I'm just giving up, right? And so once I got out of that, and what took me to get out of that was literally understanding that that was what was keeping me in the cycle. So when I started to think positively, when I used the rapid transformational therapy to change my mindset and start to believe in myself and believe I wasn't broken, that I wasn't damaged goods, you know, that I'm I'm still a human being with worthy of everything. Once I started to believe in that and I started to say that stuff to me and I started to take that negative language out of my vocabulary, my whole life started to change because I didn't sit there with the expectations of becoming sick again. Instead, I went with 
anything is possible. That brain, anything can happen. And now instead I lead with, I'm the 1%. If anything amazing is going to happen, it's going to happen to me. That's now what my brain believes. But it took a minute to get there, but I had to go through the cycles of changing the mindset. I also used rapid transformational therapy, which is, we do a healing vortex within that, okay? And that's what I used to also heal my body, okay? Which was to rid it of all the toxic energies, all the toxic stuff that's going on in the body to help it rid that. That also helped me. So between the mindset change and that, my body had a chance to finally heal itself. Now, am I back to 100%? No. Yes, I can see and I can walk, but I can't feel my left leg. Haven't felt it in three years. I'm still working on getting the numbness out of it. But you can't tell when I'm walking around because I walk with confidence and I walk with power. And when I wake up in the morning, I tell myself, you are an amazing person in amazing shape and you can conquer anything today. And today is the day that miracles happen. And miracles do happen because every day I'm healthy. And it's been three years since I've been in a hospital. And that to me is a miracle because there's never been this long out of a hospital since I was 20 years old. That's a miracle. You and know, this is all because I changed mindset. I'm thinking, and you know, I don't want to get into a lot of the religious aspect of it, but you know, I, I'm a person of faith and there's a story in the new Testament where there were these 10 lepers and these 10 lepers went and they called to Jesus who was walking with his disciples and, they yelled out, have mercy on us. Now, if you know anything about leprosy, it was just a horrible, horrible disease. It was a death sentence and it was a terrible, painful death. And if you had this disease, you were ostracized from everyone because it was such a contagious disease. It's kind of like what COVID was in 2020, uh, right. but to a, a greater extent, of course, uh, very, very painful. Jesus turned to them and said, go to the, show yourselves to the priests. Well, in that culture, in order to be able to re-enter society, you had to show yourself to the priest and the priest would either say you were healed or you weren't. So what happened was these, these 10 lepers left and they weren't healed immediately. So they still had the leprosy. And I can imagine them walking along on this journey. And what they were doing is they were expecting the miracles. They were believing that anything is possible. And because of their belief, they started to be healed. And I can imagine them talking to each other and one of them looking and says, Hey, what's going on? You, you're starting to look more normal. And the other one looking down and saying, wow, yeah, my fingers, I can, I can move them again. And by the time they made it to the priest, <laughs> they were completely healed. And it was their belief that healed them. And many, many times throughout the Bible, that is the words that are heard, your faith has healed you. What we're really telling people here, and I'm just going to recap what you've said so far, is gratitude, be grateful for everything in your life, and grateful for everything around you. Be a, a true giver. Give without expecting back. Give for the sake of giving. Believe everything and anything is possible. Expect those miracles in your life. And those really seem to be the, the three things that we need to shift our mindsets toward. Yeah, I agree. And there's a fourth one, though, I think, and it goes to your biblical stuff. But God said that we were created in his image with his mind. His mind can heal or break anything. Therefore, our minds can heal anything. And our minds were put in our bodies. We were created to heal ourselves. We can heal ourselves. 
Now, that being said, can we get attacked by outside stuff that will take us down? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because there's so much chemical on this planet that's going to take us down. But our brains were meant to save us. We're meant to heal us. So our brain, your brain is powerful enough tool to either save you or to take you out. It's your choice. And it's your words that you say to it every day. It's the images you're putting in your mind every day that create your outcome. Right. And so that's what makes the decision. So you you really have to pay attention. And that's what I had to do. I had to pay attention to the words I'm saying to myself and the words I'm saying out to the world and the pictures I'm putting in my mind and the beliefs I have of what I'm what's available to me. Because if you believe nothing's available to you, if you believe that you're garbage, if you believe that you're meant to be poor, you're meant to be worthless, you're meant, 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 that's exactly what's coming for you. Because what you see is what you get. If you yeah. don't believe that you're worth it, you will only attract the things that will treat you as what you believe you are, right? We attract that's, what we are. That's so true. I love that. And I love that you brought that up, how powerful our brain is. Most people, we don't know. I mean, even science today, after over 2,000 years of science, they have no clue of the power and the magnitude of the brain itself. And paying attention to the words that we're saying, the things that we're believing, paying attention to those things because when we change those things that's when we can change the course of our life when we change the things we believe in it comes down to a great quote by wayne dyer when you change the way you look at things the things you look at change and exactly that's exactly how we need to walk forth as we go into this year it's fairly early in the new year as we're recording this and i think if we want to make uh, 2023, which is when we're recording this, the best year ever. We need to start changing the way we look at things and start believing that anything is possible and understanding the power that we have to change ourselves. And realizing when you're stuck in the loop of negativity, that there is a way out. There is a way out and it starts in your brain. That's where it starts. So if you're looking for an outside source to heal you you're going the wrong direction look inwards look into your mind control your mind you control your life so if you're suffering high, like we work I, i'm a rapid transformational therapist now and so we work with people who suffer high anxiety depression ptsd self-doubt all these things why because that's all the stuff i was suffering from for all of those years and i know exactly how to help people out of it and that's what this is about if i took control of my mind and I took control of all that. So I don't have PTSD anymore. I don't have, I, like, I, I was at a point where I couldn't even have, I was having a hard time leaving my house for a while because I was so fearful of the outside world and what it was going to do to me that I wouldn't leave. And now I'm just a social butterfly again, right? So take control of your mind. You take control of your life. So stop looking for outside people to save you when you are the super person. You are the superhero. You are meant to save yourself. That's mm. what this is about. That's what we all yeah. need to learn. Wow. Yeah. And that's, it's funny that you mentioned that because I think a lot of people do that when it comes to uh, their relationships with people, they, mm -hmm. they, they look for the person to save them. It goes back to that uh, movie, Jerry Maguire, which I've talked about this before. Cause I, I cringe every time I hear Tom Cruise say to Renee Zellwanger, you complete me. And he just, I just want to smack him upside the head because no one completes uh, no. them. Nobody else is, responsible for saving you 
that comes from within and that's so important. So Chris, we could probably talk about this for like another two hours, Mm -hmm. but I wanted to get a chance to uh, have you give out your information so that if anyone was interested in reaching out to you, how would they do that? So at Chris Carrier, Chris with a K, K K-R-I-S-C-A-R-R-I-E-R-E, I'm sure you'll put links or something. With, uh, hypnos hypnos therapies so www.hypnos hypnos therapies or sorry hypnos hypnos.com <laughs> and if you want to reach us anywhere it's at hypnos hypnos therapies on any of the social media platforms that's or great I'll, I'll put that in the uh, podcast notes so if anyone wants to reach out that would be awesome is there anything else that you wanted to bring up before we closed out the program today no, I just I just want to remind people that they are powerful creatures and that they need to understand how powerful they are and stop acting like a victim because you're not a victim. You're a superhero. And if you need help to learn that you're a superhero, I can help you find that in you. Any rapid transformational therapist can help you find your superhero powers because all of us are meant for great things. So I just want to remind everybody, don't give up. Just don't give up. There's no good reason. I love that. The last question I ask, and this is something I ask everyone on the podcast, and that is what does being purposely positive mean to you? It means love. When I when you say that, that the only thing that pops in my head is a bunch of bubbly hearts floating up. It just means love, being purposely positive, because it means that not only am I sharing loving words, loving positivity to myself, but I'm sharing it to the world around me. And when you do that, only good things comes back. Love comes back. Chris, thank you for sharing your love with the world through this interview. I've thoroughly enjoyed having you on the show, and I'm sure I'll have you back sometime. Thank you. I so appreciate it. And you've been listening to Strive to Thrive, the purposely positive podcast brought to you by TonyWCoaching.com, where your greatest success is right in front of you. And you may be out there thinking, what can I do? How can I find my purpose? We have a free resource. It's an ebook called Strive to Thrive. You can download it at TonyWCoaching.com and start living that purposely positive life.